Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So as we know, guys, this one's called Camelot. So I watched this great documentary on Netflix about the truth and myths of human civilizations throughout history. Uh-oh. And there was a, <laughs> there was a section <laughs> regarding King Arthur. Mm. Mate, I'm a history buff. Clearly. I just wanted to play a snippet for you because I think this relates to the podcast. Keep in mind, in some historical Welsh sources, Arthur is portrayed as a leader of the post-Roman Britons in battles against Anglo-Saxon invaders of Britain in the late 5th and early 6th century. King Arthur came a lot, didn't he? <laughs> I, th- I think you mean that he's associated with the court of Camelot. No, it definitely says... King Arthur, Camelot. 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 Yeah, it's it's his court where he where he held court. It's it's a place. All right. But do we know if he came a lot, <coughs> or like just the same as an average man, like about a tablespoon? <laughs> Jesus. The only evidence I have in that regard is that he is said to have had one child. Right. Probably not. Probably not. I love it how they're both disappointed. Well, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. God, that's been... Okay, that, that particular documentary has been on my watch list. I do need to watch that. Yeah, it is pretty fun. Yeah, Chunk on Earth, it's called. Or Kunk on Earth. Kunk. Of course it's Kunk. Chunk, no, that's, that's what's in the table. Yeah. <laughs> Get into Gate, episode 225. We're talking Stargate SG1. The full Get Into Gate team is here. Mitch, that's me. Maddie, good morning. Or good day or good evening. It's a podcast. It doesn't matter. We're not doing this live, guys. Hello of any time of the day, Brendan. Hello there. Hello there. Welcome back. And also welcome back. Been a bit more of a hot minute. Craig. Hey. How you going? Hello, buddy. The official military... uh, person is back absolutely yeah, yeah. Get there's been a couple out. of times i've noticed that you've needed me and you've yeah. tried to make up the answers yourself so yeah, yeah. i'm here maddie makes straight. it up and we just go along with it yeah <laughs> obviously yeah well the, you're the one most closely associated with yeah. craig so, so when, when he's assume you've yeah. had this oh, so conversation my problem is what you're saying right, oh okay. no one said that except for you so <laughs> we would never say that no we would never say that so enjoy your ride well, home today guys we're talking camelot or came a lot 
I mean, you know, came lots. That's how it's spelt. I mean, you know, Kunk was onto something. That is her name in the thing, I yeah. imagine, right? I haven't watched it either. So. Yeah. Uh, the season finale of season nine of SG1. We've got a lot of shit going on. We're going to come a lot, and uh, we're finding some shit out about, the, you know, King Arthur, the God, weapons yeah. of Merlin, the Ori coming. We've got super gates. It's all happening. So came a lot. Massive hole in space. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm sure yeah. we'll get there. Well, we'll get to why you two in particular will be coming a lot watching this episode. We sure will. You know, yeah. we, it's just a massive don't even ring. <laughs> I'm just going to step back and just turn my yeah. microphone off. Yeah. So, the Is that why you wore a Star Trek t-shirt today to sort of like counter... Just, just in open defiance. <laughs> the amount open of... open defiance of what's going to happen in this Denethor room Denethor chat that might be thrown around. Absolutely. So, I actually realised a few weeks ago that Maddie slips in way more Star Trek references Shut than you guys realise. <laughs> uh, we Brennan assumed said, as much. Brennan <laughs> I, well, I assume Brendan's very aware of it, and we're, it's like mm. we're just sort of you know biding our time. Oh, I've got like, my, I've got my punishment in a couple of weeks too, don't I? We do we're doing that in the yeah. in the rank, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I've got my punishment for my. You you've been for looking that... forward to this punishment, haven't well, you? Have I thought you were doing the punishment on your OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's that's <laughs> weekly. But he did bring the paddle in here yeah. at one stage. Yeah. He's like, "This is for later." That's All right. a paddling. Weird. Yeah, it's paddling. Upon receiving a lead on an ancient device, the team travels to the village of Camelot. Carter learns that the device has the ability to completely obliterate the Ori's galaxy and Carter doesn't. Learns that? Well, it certainly would give Carter a massive turn on because she once blew up a sun. So the potential mm. of destroying mm. a galaxy, I mean... That'd make her come a lot. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> to the team's horror, the first Oro ships begin arriving before she returns. SG-1 prepares for their biggest battle yet. Written by Joe and Paul. Bugger me if they don't get off Earth in this one. Directed by the great Martin Wood. And if yeah. they, yeah, they've made up for their no Stargate mm. yeah, by a like, Supergate. <laughs> so good. How many times have we not have a Stargate? About 57. Well, we're going to give you a 57 <laughs> Chevron <laughs> Supergate. Get chopper eye, here's a chopper code. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, bang, here we are. This is a weird one, like re-watching. I, I, I might not have ever seen this a second time this episode i'm a bit uh, light on my rewatches with season nine and ten and Mm. it's weird how little this feels like okay one thing i didn't check but afterwards i'm like did that go for longer was this a longer episode than normal no no okay it it just they they managed to fit a lot into 40 Mm. minutes because Mm. um yeah i sat down and and did my rewatch it just felt like it was it, it went on for a long time and for most of it i'm like this does not feel like a season finale and it felt like it was 30 minutes, 35 minutes, 38 minutes. I'm like, this. there's nothing happening here that's like a big, mm, this is it. And there was almost, it almost felt like at one stage they did like a big bang. This is the final shot of the episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll see you back next week normally. And then there came the Supergate stuff and Carter sort of doing the, yeah. the space walk and things. And, God, and, lucky she bloody volunteered to go out there. Isn't it? I'll mean, do it. Yep. All right. <laughs> Go for it. So, uh, yeah, and Lucky. then they, they managed to squeeze in a lot of season finale-ness mm. to it in that last couple of minutes where massive threat, our guys are getting obliterated themselves, and uh, then, yeah, cut the credits, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Well, this is also, this is the first finale since season five where they didn't wrap the show up. Like, oh, season yeah, five, right. season six, season seven, season eight were all intended to be mm. the show finales, mm. like the series finales. Yeah, that's yeah. true. This is the first time where they did something where they're like, and we'll be back next season. Right, because, yeah, we haven't had to talk about that for a while, but mm. at what stage do you know, do, at what stage they got a renewal for season 10? They hadn't been renewed. 
Oh, so they this just... is just the first time they decided. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we don't, wow. we don't want to. Mary, we're getting it. Yeah, yeah we don't. We don't <laughs> want to go two angry men and just give only give Ben Brown one season. Yeah. So um, I call that almost the the. This is mainly for Brendan, a little bit for Craig. The Fatty Vaught effect. He'd do that at the end of every the big grand oh, yeah. finale show <laughs> yep. at the Footy Show. They oh, would not have been that. renewed, and he'd come out we'll and go, back. "All right, massive year, and we are back next year. We will see you back next season for another big year of the Footy Show." Rah! And like, if people go mental, and then Channel Nine executives go, "We just." Can tell you coming back, mate. But they always come back. No, that, that's as close as I got to football. Was, yeah, was, was the footy I'm show. actually surprised that you even recognised there was a footy show. Mate. It was crack a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. The whack a crack, fat a yeah. crack, a whack. God, yeah. At some yeah, stage, yeah. they would find time to talk about football on the yeah. footy show, but it would it, you would be waiting a long time. It was like hey hey, it's Saturday mm. with the football in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a football. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the, the big tall guy. Was like that's mint. That's we need to do fucking mint. That's gold. That's gold. That's it. That's gold. And the internet turned it into. Mint. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I stopped at That's Gold. <laughs> That's where it all peaked for me. I actually bought yeah. the CD of that, yeah. that when he did it. <laughs> you know what I Always <laughs> believe in That's Gold. <laughs> you got a hand in a fist. <laughs> oh, Maddie's back. Hang on. Right, right. I, I feel like the um, I'm the falcon you, of this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. Perfect reference. Bring that out. Yes. Send it to Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Hill came a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this this episode for me didn't feel a lot of season finaling this until right at the end, whereas uh, I know we joked, about, you guys have been joking about it as I've sort of went, oh, yeah, this set looks, you know, familiar, and you've went, hey, get ready, and then we get to, like, the Camelot set, and I'm like, well, this almost Oh, there's feels- mud now. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. We chucked a little bit of extra hay. And maybe. a sword. Yeah. And That's even it. the sword, like the sword and the stone, like yeah, it looked out of place, didn't it? It yeah. just, it's, yeah, they just, it, it, they built the village around it, and now it's <laughs> been there for that long. No one gives that, a shit about that it. That and discount Amanda Bynes. Okay, like, who discount Amanda? <laughs> who she's, yeah. she's probably less mm, nowadays. Who is that? Who did she become? Because she obviously um, I recognise that. All actress. I know her from as is Ava from Supernatural in like the season yeah, two Supernatural in. finale. Yeah, she okay. was like one of the superpowered people. Yeah, her name's um, Catherine Isabel. She was in X Files. She she was appeared in MacGyver. Believe it or not, oh, when she was really little. Yeah, hmm. wow. Smallville. She was in Supernatural. Freddy versus Jason. Okay. Oh. That's why I was like, oh, that's where I've seen her tits. But she refused <laughs> to take her top off. Wow. So that's a stunt tit. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Just so you know. That's all my research, guys. I'm trying to think guys. what age she would have <laughs> been then, man. Great research. It's, it's really awkward because, yeah, like she's playing. No, she was, she was legal. Yeah, because she's. <laughs> stunt tit. She's, she's, she's about 25 in this show, yeah. but she's mm. playing 15. Like yeah, that yeah, character's yeah. supposed to be like 15. Yeah. The, the highlight, though, sorry, is. How to plan an orgy in a small town alongside Jewel State. Wait, so, so she was in a movie that has orgy in the title, but she needed a stunt tit yeah. for Freddy vs. Jason. Hey, mate. Yeah. People got standards. Wow. That should be in the contract for a horror movie. Tits out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean. That's stand- that was standard in the well, 80s, Well, maybe 90s, she, went, she went full like um, Khaleesi and Cersei, whereas mm. like, they gave tit early and then afterwards went, Nah. Maybe she just wanted to stick around in in the horror genre because I mean the the mm. long standing rule was if you if you had sex you got killed right yeah. so like virgins yeah. made it so maybe by not getting them out I guess her character did that maybe there was some kind of you know weird leeway in the rule that maybe she would survive mm. and pick up another contract for a sequel or something so mm. you know maybe yeah. she was playing four D chess it's always a good not way chess, to enhance though. a B grade movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they definitely exactly. weren't D's Mitch they definitely weren't D's hey I'm, no they weren't hey they weren't A's <laughs> <but they> were... 
So anyway, yeah, she was there, but you no, know, that like the yeah. the sword and the stone, and I'm like, oh, just it didn't didn't have the gravitas sort of feel to it, and the whole village felt like it was about the size of your lounge room. Yeah, you know, and I get I get we're on a set, and we get we're on a set that we've used before. There's and only you can so tell we're on do. a set. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, 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 and we've it, yeah. and probably more than most other times that we've been on that same set, I just felt like it was it just felt very small. And I've really felt like even the lighting, whereas I think I feel like they're able to hide that a lot more. And a lot of the other times yeah. where we're on that that closed set village, and they've sort of redressed the the shop fronts and all that sort of thing, and you know covered up the the mud a little bit or something. But um, yeah, anyway, I mean, you know, apart from that, like the mm. the stakes certainly got there at the end, and the, the the intrigue was there with the with the sword and Jackson. For I guess for the first time in a little while, getting to really history buff nut himself over <laughs> everything. Just he was like, coming along. Oh my god, he really was. Just like yeah. rattling off all the the history um, things and, and about the Holy Grail and oh actually no well of course it's a cup and of course every movie that you've seen it's a cup and you know he starts talking like I do and um and <laughs> of it being a uh, what just a stone it's a hell yeah. of an exposition you know? spill yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, that, in that library yeah Heaps. and then when like that was when you know John Noble just decides to walk into the joint for the first time ever even though he's been so frightened of it the whole time now that the night's gone I'm going to walk in and that's where I see him wearing. Uh, like a necklace of some sort, and it looks similar to the thing they'll look. And I'm like, oh, it's it's been right in front of them the whole time because it's been passed down to the like the leader of the village to like the ring. Oh in, shit, yeah, in, the, in demons mm. like passed down. Oh yep. yeah, and then they the lightning that, ring. Yeah, that just never happened, and uh, well, certainly not in this episode. I mean, it could happen in season one of episode. Uh, sorry, episode one of season ten. I don't know, but um, mm. yeah, no, yeah, he's got to go to. Was it? Castiel Sahan mm. and mm. Vigon Bray. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. Mm. Speaking, John Noble, as we know. All right, I'll turn great my, Lord of the I'll Rings. I'll turn my microphone yeah. off. I'll be back in ten. Just go take a shit or something, Matty. <laughs> Long one, like a <laughs> three and a half hour, <laughs> or four and a half hour, depending on. No, I don't know. You know, obviously, the good news is I found a deleted scene or extended scene. Travelers, I am Yurik. Steward, rule of Condor is mine, and no others. You get angry. <laughs> Welcome to Camelot. Welcome to Camelot, people. How yeah. good was that one? And the scene extended. Plenty more where that came from. You can, you can see why they did write the extended Fantastic. scene. But you know, by the <laughs> I understood everything. We're that just crowbarring happened. that. <laughs> We're crowbarring it in. I mean, to be fair, for the last what seven years, I've been doing that with Star Trek. So yeah. you know, yeah. I guess it's my time. Mm. This is um. Unapologetic crowbarring That's of fine. John Noble. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know what four episodes in, I did that with an ocelot sound from Archer. So <laughs> you know, it's it's I've, it's been owed. It's been owed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you reckon Tilk lit all of those candles in the library there? There was like a load of candles. No, I reckon he took them when they were done. Oh. He's like, I'm, I'm. He's putting them in his backpack. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is going to save like, me a fortune. There was no reaming. Hundreds of candles, and he. Even then, that chandelier thing, mm. most of them were lit. I'm like, who did that? Mm. Well, apparently there was also, <laughs> you don't really see it, but in the audio commentary, Martin Wood says, there was like two skeletons. There was like two dead body skeletons, one of them mounted on the wall. Whoa. That nobody ever, the none of the cast even noticed it while they were filming. Wow. And then obviously none of the characters reference it, but there's like two dead bodies displayed. Can you see it in the shots? Uh, Martin Wood kept going, oh, it's just off there, it's just off there. So right. I think they kind of shot around it a little bit. but Because, um, yeah, it's obviously a weird uh, <coughs> choice for the, uh, for the set team. What was Merlin doing? Right? His, his little thing, like, 
the whole little room, the library thing, it's like, oh, it's 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 cursed and it's got a force field over the door. Mm. But they had the key to open it. Yeah. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Like why 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 would he just like leave a key? <laughs> well, if you don't go in there cuz the night black knight will come. But that's entrapment. He leaves a key and then if you use the key to go inside to take down the force field, the black knight kills you. It's not prepared. blackmail, it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it seems sus. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like why Surely he could just use like use his fancy magic or whatever to like mm. bring down the force field. Why why make a key that will do it, but then also just leave the key mm. in the town for them to And why make a key in the shape of a key? That doesn't go in a lock? Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense. I've never seen a key in Atlantis. Like, mm. there's no ancient technology with the literal skeleton key. Mm, true. Mm. So to me it would be make more sense to be like one of those crystals that they uh, yeah. digital like everything else yeah. in Atlantis. Yeah. But it's like they're in they're in like ancient Camelot town. Yeah. Like just a normal lock would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like what is what is the point in having a locked door and a force field yeah. if just one key does both? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't get it. And we all know where the key is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that the historian oh, has the key. Like he left yeah. it behind. Where is his office if it's not the library? Hmm. And so it's like he would have had to have locked it from the outside and then what, just hung the key on the door and then like walked off? Like what? Yeah. He just left a note. Yeah. Just like, for the do, governor. Do not use this key. You will be killed by a black knight. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Sticky note on it. And then would it... I, I think I know the answer, but would it have had any more emotional resonance if Amanda Bynes was actually the one that fought the knight? I, like, yeah, I, thought, I thought that's what was going like to happen. Like, she pulled, so pulled the sword out of the stone and then just like, oh, there's a straight white man, better throw it to him so he can, you know, and then let him do it. And I get it's a throwback to um, Avalon, but I'm just like... It should have been one of those swords that was holographic and went through Cam. Through Cam. Yeah, 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 if she pulled it out, then... No. Yeah, because it wasn't the same law as the first episode where he thro- tried to throw it to Tilk and yeah. Yeah. Tilk couldn't catch it. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah, it should have been up to Valentina. Yeah. That's- that was her name. To uh... Uh, her name was Amanda Bynes. Uh, her so, name I'm sorry. <laughs> was no tits McGee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah because then suddenly like the whole town's like, oh, we love Amanda Bynes. Yeah, because she, she didn't. Pu- she pulled it from this, and then she immediately gave immediately it away. Immediately handed it over. Yeah. yeah. And how many times? I I, I didn't do a count, but mm. just, let's take a guess. How many times did Cam get sliced digitally? Sliced? A dozen. At least At a dozen. Least. So old mate. That got killed, the historian bloke. Oh yeah, in his bedroom, and was set upon in a very X file. It felt very it shot like an X Files episode. That sort of reveal, like you know, someone's walking through in the same shot. You know, uh, pan back over, and there's the silhouette of the Black Knight mm. walking toward him. Score built up like it was. Um, I, I like the way that sort of like scare was revealed. He seemed to die. Very quickly, like I'm, I'm going to guess, like he he wasn't a fighter. I'm I'm also yeah. guessing, but it wasn't like he ran away because he got digitally sliced and it sort of stung him a little bit and gave him enough time to run out of the room. Whereas Cam was just hit, 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 hit over and over again, and got to fight back sometime, and then was going to get killed until Daniel destroyed it uh, from uh, you know remotely. Like so. He took like, the jack approach. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, opened up the crystal the, cases. Yeah, the intensity at which the knight was. 
going after Cam was so much softer than what it was against the historian? Or no, did we I just, feel like he's, he just, just, he's just from He just laid on the ground and then just got hit. And that hit, guy hit, hit. full Lizzie Bordened him. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the historian dude just thought it was a weary traveller that was coming through the town. I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. you going, mate? And he's like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder, oh, we, never got, we never got to see the body. I wonder if he was actually cut to pieces or whether he was just, just, just a whole dead body and it was just digital cuts. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe you've got to be digitally skewered through the chest to die, and that never happened to Cam. So maybe that's yeah, because like that last the, the sort of killing blow, the you know uh, the sword high going to come down on on Cam when he's mm. already on the ground. I mean, why was that one going to be yeah any different than a, yeah, than a digital true. slice? But yeah. you know, I mean, whatever. It just gave time because I was fully expecting the same thing. I thought Amanda Bynes was going to this is her moment because yeah. yeah, I mean, she did a wonderful thing. She was righteous enough to pull the sword from the stone. But then when they get down into the uh, into the chamber and Denethor's like, hey, because of Amanda Bynes, she has shown us a sign. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah. she like did. Like, close to nothing. Like, let's not say that she has now prophesied the return of Arthur for the first time in how many thousand years. Mm. So uh, I think we're all getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, and it's like, well, they, they set up that she's a fairly decent fighter. Like, that's why mm, yeah. Cam kind of spotted her in the corner and gave her a couple of tips. And it's like, well, I feel like it would have made better sense narratively for then her to use those tips that he gave her to be the one to defeat the Black Knight. I agree, And yeah. give, that, was give that character a full... Yeah, arc. Full, full reason arc, for yeah. being there. A full circle <laughs> moment. Yeah, yeah otherwise totally. it's like, what the hell? They may as well have just had the little kid pull the sword from the stone at that point. Like, it didn't matter who was going to pull the sword from the stone if whoever it was was just going to throw it to Cam anyway. Yeah. 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 But when the little kid pulls the sword from the stone, we've all seen that Disney movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, they could have done that. that again. That would have been perfect because remember how, like, the original Lord of the Rings movie, like, from the 70s or whatever, the cartoon one, mm. was rotoscoped of actual people, oh, yeah. like, doing it. They could have recreated that exact scene from the cartoon and then it would have, mm. you know, hinted at the whole Denethor thing. Yeah. It was a stretch. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's fine. I'll okay. go back to being quiet. No, There's no, another like extended scene for you. Thanks oh, for bringing oh, it up. God. Did it to myself. Valencia, leave us. Yes, Governor. You abuse my tolerant nature, Colonel. I take it it didn't go so well. Not these men will escort you to the great ring and ensure that you leave as requested. Look, you're making a mistake. There is no curse. You sent the ring of power into Mordor in the hands of a witless halfling. Mm, so good. I really should have grabbed all his audio from Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> just because all he does in Prodigy is just monologue, monologue, monologue. Uh, oh, I really should have done that, damn it. Uh, shit. Wasted opportunity. <laughs> Did anybody notice the... Um, the Jafar commander guy you see on the screen, like just before the big battle at the end, he looked a lot like Ben Affleck. No. Which and, one? And Brendan like, would have. On the screen, like when I think the Jafar Everyone. hail us or whatever, and you see one guy on screen, like uh, when they're the ones that were like guarding we the super gate. We were the ones to detect it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, Ben Affleck, all the way. Maybe it was just an uncredited appearance, mate. Yeah. Maybe he's just, just a he's big just fan. Super fan. <laughs> but um yeah, he looked like Ben Affleck. My ship that discovered the gate. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, like a yeah, okay, like a shaved head looking. No Maybe like a Daredevil era. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. They got him from the same dollar store they got Amanda Bynes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They could have got the real Ben Affleck for cheaper. <laughs> right. I suppose what two thousand and six. What were you doing in two thousand and six? <sighs> 
Oh. Maybe just done Daredevil. That was two thousand and two. Two thousand three. Maybe yeah. a, I don't know, Jersey Girl. He was still recovering from Daredevil then. Yeah, so his, his career was still yeah. recovering. <laughs> from... Hey, all the talk it's coming back. I mean, as we record, I've just seen a report that Jennifer Garner is returning as Electra mm. for Deadpool. Mm. That's yeah. so that's what he was doing in two thousand six. <laughs> Jennifer Garner. <laughs> How's had, that going to go if like no Jennifer time Garner, for anything else? <laughs> Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck are back in the same I, movie. Mate, I'm they, pretty sure they've got a good relationship, they don't they? They're professional. They're co-parenting. She seems to look after yeah, him a lot. Because didn't they do a full J Lo where it's like he went Jennifer Garner, J Lo, back to Jennifer Garner, back to J Lo, or something? No, like it was that? it was J Lo, Jennifer Garner, then someone Aven- else, and then a, a, a fair had, few people. Yeah, fair few people. <laughs> back to her. Anna de Armas was in there most recently before J Lo. Why didn't he stay there? Yeah. She's probably a crazy oh. bitch. <laughs> Aren't they all? Hey, hey, hey. good. <laughs> yeah. The was... crazy hot matrix. Speaking of powerful women, uh, Carter can't read ancient. We've established that over the last few yeah, episodes. Can't She's read basically ancient. space illiterate. But I found out what her, what her superpower is. She can identify Asgard. She knew before he even spoke yeah. that was Vasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at his dick. <laughs> his it wasn't there. His mound. And then she's like, Vasia? I'm his like, bump. that's a... Good guess. Maybe she. Maybe that's how you can tell is by the mound. Yeah, true. Yeah, slightly smoother. Yeah, slightly smoother. <laughs> Thor. Thor's got a, a meteor mound. Yeah. <laughs> Thor's has been like gouged out just to see if he can find something. <laughs> Do you think they get offended by that? Like, I know they've been cloned to within an inch of their own extinction, but like, mm. if 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 Vasir pops up and she's like, "Oh, nice to see you, Thor," and he's like, "No, it's Vasir." Oh my god. Yeah, we, all, we all look the same to you, yeah. don't yeah, we? Yeah, racist. And it's like, yeah. but you're all the, you. I mean, we've got you're literally, all... we've literally got three puppets, guys. Like, yeah, you know... but no, but in in world, it's literally they're all just being downloaded into a into the same clone body. Yeah, like it's, there's just one model mm. that everyone goes into. Yeah, so... so they're going too hard to make her look well uh, inclusive yeah. and all that by allowing her to know just by. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's ever. Like miss what's, what's the what's the the Asgard term for misgendering? It's miss mistook. I guess just mistook. Miss um, cloned. Mis- yeah, cloned. maybe they all smell different. Maybe and that's I, how she figures it. I like see the part the the personality through the eyes. I liked when they had the necklaces. I reckon yeah, they should have had a, a necklace say. with a different coloured gem in it. Or in, in Red Sky, that top. one guy so. had that medallion. Was you that Vasia though? Was that? No, that was um, I'm Odin's Raven. I can't remember. Yeah, because we've only really had like, here. <laughs> <laughs> who's the guy on Atlantis at the moment? It's um, um oh, I wrote that down. Hermiac, Hermiad, Hermiad, Yeah, so Hermiad, Vasia, Loki, Thor, Fraser played Freya. Was it Freya? Yeah, Freya. It was Freya. Freya was yeah. in it. Yeah, but I like the whole. If they all wore different medallions, you could. Yeah, tell. just a different coloured gem. Mm. Yeah. Just got like a big T on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just blinged out. It's me, Thor, <laughs> Supreme Commander Thor. Look at it. It's red. <laughs> oh no, Frey was the one in Red Sky. Uh, okay, and that was voiced by a dude, Brian Jensen. <laughs> Are you sure it was a dude? Okay. Well, his name's Brian. So it doesn't matter, mate. Just, using, just, that. Assume, just that. using context clues. I'm not assuming. I'm it's using It's 2023, Maddie. <laughs> context clues. I'm using context clues. I'm not assuming. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comeback. Is that a thing? Um, oh! Um, is that a thing? What? Context clues? Yeah. Is you, it? You can assume, yeah, you can assume something by using context clues. No, but I mean for them. 
they them. Oh no no absolutely you not. You just made that up. I just because I like that. Yeah, I also had one on TikTok yesterday the day before. If you're ever applying for a job and there's like a gap in your resume and your potential employer asks why there's a gap in your resume, you, even if you were just unemployed for six years, you just go, oh, I can't tell you, I signed an NDA. Nice. <laughs> that is nice. That's Isn't a it? nice dick agreement, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one of those since birth. <laughs> Heimdall. Taylor Roth revoiced Heimdall. You should know this, Mitch. Yeah, it's so fresh. Well, they well they flipped because obviously just go the Marvel. Yeah. Well, in Marvel, Heimdall is the dude, and Frere. See, that's why I didn't. Frere is a chick, though. Well, they've gender swapped them here. Taylor Rothery did Heimdall, and Brian did Frere. I was using my own context clues. I mean, Idris Elba, guy, played Heimdall. Absolutely. Also seemingly guy. What a man. Hey, you want another extended scene? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) How do you explain this? Antonius had it with him when he was killed. York, we're very sorry about what happened. You went into the wizard's library, didn't you? Yes, we did. Look, it wasn't supposed to go down like that. We figured if the knight was going to appear, it would be in the chamber, and he wouldn't go after anybody but us. You were warned of the danger, and you refused to believe. You awakened the curse. There is no savior. No more hope. No more Batman. Black Knight is not part of any curse. He isn't magical and he isn't unbeatable. Your world, as well as countless others, are in danger of being overrun by an enemy far more powerful than you could ever imagine. They are called the Ori, and they will destroy anyone who does not kneel before them. Abandon your post! When was Batman in Lord of the Rings? No, he, that was... He was um, Scarecrow in the Arkham Knight game. Oh. And he was phenomenal. Right, right, right. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Who, I know Holy I'm, shit. I'm moving myself up here, but who, who was he in Lord of the Rings? Was he like the old guy? Denethor, yeah. The, the dad, one that was all like... Boromir's oh. dad. No, no, that was... And then got less Munty as no, he that, went on? that guy ran... There's like two, you know, groups of men, Gondor and Rohan. That guy was Rohan, and he was the right. leader of Gondor. So they were trying to fight off the... F- Orcish foes from Osgiliath, and <laughs> so this, what happened was is this Faramir sec- failed to get Osgiliath. This is his second son. This is the, se- yeah. this this the sec- non Sean Bean. This is the second son. movie, though, isn't it? This is the third. Oh, okay. And yeah. then he gets dragged back into the palace of Minas Tirith, and here we are with Denethor distraught right. about he- the death of his son, who wasn't dead, and but he didn't give a shit about it didn't up until that moment. Medical anyway. attention. So he wasn't one of the pirate ghosts either, then. No, no okay, he was no. the He's steward pretty... of Gondor, the guy in the palace. Oh, yeah. that obviously narrowed it down. Mm. Yeah, the guy with the grey long. Yeah, hair. the the guy, the guy that <laughs> the went guy on the fire. Long, the guy with and... the long grey hair in the palace. That really, <laughs> that really narrows it down. Yeah, oh yeah, he had robes on. Next thing you're gonna tell me, he, <laughs> next thing you're gonna tell me, he was white as well. The, the <laughs> guy that yeah. only ate with his fingers. Yeah, yeah, the guy that ate cherry tomatoes like an absolute flog. The guy with the sword. Who bites cherry tomato in half? Yeah. Like, what a psycho. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's the guy that a- ended up burning himself on fire and jumping off the cliff. Yeah, I don't remember it. You need to rewatch the extended no, position. Mm. It's amazing. I'm totally Oh, fine. yeah. No, you do. We've all got 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all should. <laughs> yeah, we should do it. Yeah, that's just one movie. <laughs> the extended is so much Jesus. better, too. The one, oh, the one thing amazing. I really know John Noble from, though, is... Uh, fringe. 
the TV show. Nice. Did you ever watch that? I've never. No. I think I watched like oh. the pilot because there was a lot made of it. It must have been. It, it was must have really been, like, good. Out in the states before it got here to, to Australia, yeah, which it was back like in one like of those fast tracked from USA <laughs> three, three weeks. <laughs> and yet, yet Ellen, we'd get the next day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we have yeah. to. God, yeah. Nah, yeah. Very sci-fi. Yeah, really, really good. Mm. I think you guys would enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like maybe he was only kind of in the first episode because of the type of character. He was perhaps a. Fringe character. Oh. He was in the whole thing. And really yeah, so I feel like I watched the first episode and it didn't, uh, like, maybe, again, it was probably like a fast track, but also we're putting it on at 10.45pm. Mm. Absolutely. And uh, I watched it and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll watch it. And never, saw, never saw it again. But I've, uh, especially like Jaws, he, he's talked a lot about Fringe over yeah, the oh, years. So. And it had an Australian yeah. chicken as well. And a tool. It's on Apple I TV, I believe, in Channel, this one says 7 plus. Oh. Great people. Oh, the, one of the like great the streamers on on demand kind of thing. Yeah, um, Mitch and I mentioned it last week in uh, Inferno, but old Denethor's wife in this episode is the contest winner for this year. She's like a Stargate fan who won the Get in the Gate TM um, <laughs> competition, and you get a got a date with Denethor. No, <laughs> well, I guess I mean who knows what happened in his trailer. Yeah, but yeah, she she got her her little cameo. So that's why she there's that chick with the two little blonde bloop bloop on her thing mm. in the hood, standing next to Denethor in like every every scene he's in in this episode. That's his wife. No, that's a contest winner playing oh. his wife. Anytime I hear someone say her? someone won the contest, I think back mm. to that Seinfeld episode. Yeah, <laughs> no one in this room has ever won that. <laughs> no, definitely not. I was out before we got yeah. in here. Yeah. If there's a naked girl across there, I don't <laughs> Which know how Jerry been. lasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, because um, I'd I'd started to watch Camelot before we recorded Inferno, but under like the first mm. five minutes, so I, I knew you were talking about when you referenced it uh, in the last pod. So then I, you know, restarted it um, ahead of uh, coming in today, and I really watched her in that. He comes, hello, welcome to Camelot. I am the steward of this place, whatever he calls mm. himself. The amount of times the that mayor, I think, is the, the governor. Mayor is, is the governor. governor. I wrote it down. She Denethor. like she looks at it like just, and I don't know whether she was supposed to or it's just like she she's she, you know, she's an untrained actress. She's not a, she's not a, oh, a, yeah, a, right. an extra. Like, she this just is John Noble. She he's just talking. keeps looking at him the whole time. Like yeah. he's delivering every line uh, in that. I mean, very short shot. But she just like kept, her eyes just keep darting back to him, and I'm like, I feel like you should be looking. You know, to the left of camera, as if you're looking at SG One, not like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's like, don't look at him. Okay, I won't. She's really hard. She's either actively listening Mm. or pulling focus. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) And then once I looked at her do it once, I couldn't help but stare at her. And I'm like, no, she'd be listening to. Even I watched it again a couple of days ago. She'd be listening to John Noble deliver this line because I mean that would have. I can only imagine when we were watching because we weren't. As a fan watching this for the first time, I can't imagine that we figured we were going to somewhere like Camelot. So I figured that mm. must have been like a real drop when he's like said that word. Yeah. Um, Except for the name of the episode, which popped up on the sh- screen. Well, sure. That was that. I mean, that came after. Like, cause yeah. this is all pre, oh, yeah. this is pre- true, credits. True, true. Yeah. But um, there is, if you, if you pause really quickly, and it's uh, Martin Wood gave it away in the audio commentary, but as the team is like walking through the scrub just before they get to Camelot. Mm. And you sort of you're pointing in them this way, and the and the camera kind of pans across like some shrubbery, mm. and then you see a like shrubbery, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you see Camelot. Yeah, that shrubbery is hiding like a a real world bomb. There's like an industrial <laughs> building behind that. So if you go, if you pan through and you stop, you'll actually see there's a building behind all that um, fake shrubbery they put in. 
And he didn't even realise he was doing a Monty Python joke then. No. <laughs> no. I haven't seen Monty Python since I was a kid. Actually, Mitch, after our podcast last week, I forget it was someone slipped into our DMs. Uh, must have been Kevin. And he goes, mate, you've got to see Dante's Peak. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and I, went, oh, I just haven't seen it since Yeah, I was and a then, kid. then he said that the, the grandmother that was boiling in the lava is actually Catherine Langford. Yes, from, from yeah, SG1, yeah, yeah, not yeah. from yeah. SG1. And then mm. as soon as he said that, like I could see her face in, in, mm. in, in, the, in the acid and the thing that I lost my mind about well, last week. And I'm like, holy shit, he's right. Like, Spoiler alert, in my DMs, he didn't tell me she burned in acid. He just said she's in it. Oh, sorry, maybe this was from somebody else. Oh, okay. Mm. On the. On the Gmail. Oh, yeah, no, this, I was, was in my, this was in my DMs. Oh, okay. No, I, I saw the one Brendan's talking about. I'm like, mm-hmm. here we were just randomly bringing... Okay, we're talking about a volcano episode, but like of all volcano mm. TV or movies we could have brought in, we started talking about Dante's Peak, and I went into detail about the grandmother character because that scene sticks with me 25 years after that movie was oh, made. Oh, that hap- was that? I thought you were talking about Linda Hamilton because you said Linda this Hamilton. This was, was an there. email from mm. Michael Dim. Ah. Oh. Uh, the last last episode you guys brought up Dante's Peak, an excellent disaster film, which also gave me nightmares. <laughs> I thought it was mentioning that the grandma, her legs got horribly burned, <laughs> terribly, terribly burned, terribly burned, <laughs> terribly burned. Yeah, Catherine Langford from Torment of Tantalus, that lady. Yeah, right. Elizabeth Hoffman. God damn. There you go. Finally, we would have known. There we go. We were, we were on the cusp. Fake fans. Fake we fans so, over here. We were so close to greatness. Mm. Um, can I show you guys? It is a visual thing, obviously, but I mean, you want to go back and have a look at the episode. It's just over 10 minutes in. My favorite part when uh, they're speaking to the historian and. You know, lining up some some truths. Some, that was the guy uh, with the dumb fucking hat. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> <laughs> some legends. That was the choice about the Arthurian. Sort I'm of a tale. scholar, and he and they said, "Oh well, you know, of course, uh, there's always some truth to some of the legends uh, on Earth." You know, mm. and they started just listing off historical characters that have sounded like myths but have actually got some truth to them. And then Tilk, when he's like the Easter Bunny, <laughs> and then then Daniel's like, "Yeah, well, there are exceptions." And Teal'c's face is like you've just told him, the Easter Bunny is not real. And it absolutely destroys him. I guess there's a few exceptions. Are you saying that there's time travel technology? He's like, bitch, what? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry what? <laughs> like, He's like, next thing you're going to tell me Star Wars isn't real. This is, this is 10 years into his stay on the base, right? So when it gets around to it's like Easter. late April every year. have a bunny on Earth. Walter goes eggs. around to his room at night and puts in the Easter eggs. And no one says a thing. <laughs> Just because Walter's like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to really like his top his PJs. He's like, I am yeah. going to bed now. The Easter Bunny's coming. Tilk heard about the tooth fairy. So every time he kills a guy, he steals a tooth, sticks it under his pillow, and Walter gives him $2. Walter, if the Easter Bunny knows what is good for it, it will deliver me dark chocolate eggs. General, General, sorry to ask you, you don't have any change, do you? I couldn't break a 20. Um, <laughs> Tim's going to really lose control. Is it, is it one of those ones where Tilk, you know what you forgot about it three nights in a row and he's pissed? <laughs> Tilk, you just weren't doing it the right way. Uh, it's going to be under the pillow. Oh, and you got to switch the light off. So get all those candles and the two Tilk, Walter like actually it. checks underneath his pillow every <laughs> night, no matter what, just in case. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tilk now thinks that Walter's got a mad crush on him. He, he wakes up in the middle of every night and Walter's just over and going, it's okay, 
It's okay, go back to sleep. Just tucking you in. Just, like, just patting his pillow for him. It, it doesn't help that he's wearing the wings and holding a wand while he does it either. <laughs> just in case he sees a silhouette as he yeah. leaves the door. Wearing a big yeah. man nappy. Yeah. No, a big, a big tutu. Yeah. A big tutu. Uh, Tilk would destroy a Cadbury cream egg, though. He would, <laughs> oh, just, he? he would just eat that. He whole. would eat a Cadbury just, cream egg you know like Denethor eats a cherry tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you know why Tilk loves the Tooth Fairy? Because he saw the rock as yeah. the Tooth Fairy and he was just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his He's tooth fairy. Buff. Yeah, well, that yeah. would have been around about the same time, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, we sort of Tilk dresses up as the Rock, being the tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't dress up Halloween. as he doesn't yeah. dress up as the tooth fairy. He dresses up as the Rock, dressed <laughs> yeah. up as the yeah. tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Amanda Tapping had uh, had the city drip during uh, during the filming of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's why they put her in the spacesuit. Amanda is so sick in this scene. Wow, she I can't really was. stand up. I actually had to get my husband to drive me to work that day because I was so dizzy and throwing up. That I knew I couldn't drive. So Alan drove me to work, and Olivia was with me, and I could not even stand up without falling over. So I, I changed the whole blocking for the scene so that you could sit down and, and Vasir would, uh, he was going to originally move across this, uh, the uh, thing. And, and I'm actually and, uh, leaning against that table in the yeah. back there because I, I was... <laughs> What's interesting <laughs> really, is... And I think this is the first time I've been that sick. It's a, it's, she's sick enough that when you're actually seeing Vasir act, and there's, we're over her shoulder, it's not her. That's not Amanda's hand that you're looking at right there. Um, that's her stand-in, Nicole, yeah. at this point. Because Amanda came in, shot this direction, and then went back and lay down. That's not Amanda's arm. That's Nicole's went arm. Went back and threw up. Yeah. Well, not that you needed to know that, went but that's what happened. And threw up. Because the, because the directing was so bad? The directing made me sick. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm going to have to remember what I did. <laughs> Can we get that grab next time, Robert Cooper? Um, <laughs> oh, yes. the, directing the directing made me, made me sick. sick. I threw up. I threw up. <laughs> We're going to need, we've, we've done added so many things. We're going to need someone, maybe Albin, because Albin's pretty, you know, detail-oriented. We need someone to go back and just send us the list of all the things that we said we needed to add to the, oh, yeah. to the board. <laughs> yeah. Because we Oh, gonna... poor Albin. He's... Gonna waste a lot of time <laughs> I made for things. Mitch not to put it on the board. <laughs> it's only ten episodes, mate. Like go back and spend eleven hours of your life listening back to that. It'll be fine. Or Jacob. Jacob's pretty detail-oriented. Jacob, come on, mate. The yeah. amount of times I'll get a, I'll get a random text message and it'll just be like, "Hey, remember that season four episode where you said this? Get fucked. This is what actually." And I'm like, "Oh god, okay, here we go." <laughs> so I'm like, I don't remember what I said last week, let alone five years now ago. You know how the actors feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true, true. <laughs> And there's only so many buttons on that board, too. Yeah. No, there's infinite. There's infinite buttons. There's infinite yeah. pages don't for infinite that. buttons. Yeah, like, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> I've got buttons on there I don't well, even I need anymore. I only sit on this side. I don't yeah. go over there. <laughs> no, there's infinite buttons. I just see it. There's just that one that I'd really like you to delete. You wouldn't be talking about... Brendan knows way more about Stargate than I do. That's <laughs> so relevant, though. That's like, ChatGPT. We're, we're, we're <laughs> that's, that's not even my real we're voice. We're going to need that. That's not even my real voice. Oh, God. Uh, who, who, who sounds like that? Nobody. <laughs> so you're saying it's a deep fake? Yeah, chat GPT all the way. Mm. Yeah. I've not heard chat GPT talk. No, it doesn't talk, but that's okay. Yeah, it does. That's all right. Maddie here with <laughs> the pop culture references and has got no f***ing <laughs> idea. Oh, but totally I does. just learned that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> he read it on the board behind you. <laughs> One more extended uh, scene there, Mitch. Oh, oh, stop Jesus. it. God, the research that you have done into this is Thank fantastic. You. It. It's like you're getting paid for it. I know, right? He, the strangers that everyone is speaking of. This is Antonius, our village historian. Antonius. Welcome to Camelot, past and future home of King Arthur and his round table. Sorry. 
future home? I, I assume you know the history of the Battle of Camelot. Of course, where Arthur was mortally wounded by Mordred. Arthur? Mortally wounded? Arthur defeated Mordred at the Battle of Camlin, after which he and his fellow knights set off to find the Sangral. That's the Holy Grail. That was long ago, but we know in our hearts that one day he will return to us. Um, what happened to, to Merlin when he left? Not happy. I have matters to attend to, lest I take my leave now. Bring wood and oil. The thing I like about these extended <laughs> scenes a long build up. is that they're not creative at all. <laughs> no. It's purely, purely crowbarred in. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, you see, the thing I've is, heard better mashups from the Black Eyed Peas than what you've just You done. said that at the start, and you're yeah. saying it now, yet halfway through that, I'm like, God... I was watching this scene and I, I, I wouldn't have been able to think like just I and return my kid asked me yesterday what's your favourite movie and I'm like uh, maybe Return of the King I don't know it's like it's up there it's like one of the top two or three options of my favourite film of all time and I can't I couldn't think of a random Denethor line that would fit this scene and then I heard it and, like, and then you go Crowbar I'm like of course it's just been Crowbar yeah <laughs> it's ne- next week we're gonna get the entire episode played in audio, like the full 45-minute episode, yeah. and at the end it'll just be Austin Powers going, yeah, baby, <laughs> and then that'll be Britain's audio. All right, last one, last one. Oh, God. Was this him eating the tomato? <laughs> <laughs> we should have just had that as being one of you, you know, when you give me those 60-minute tracks that have just got random. Yes! Sounds of Stargate. Yeah, should have done that. Just had him just eating, or maybe just uh. continuously on loop, and we just have a bed playing the entire time of him just chewing tomatoes. Uh, what oh, we, what we need is is that scene of him eating the tomatoes, but the um the Nerus boom boom sound in the background from when yeah, he's yeah. eating and stuff. I mean, never look at a roast chicken the same way. No, I love eating no, a roast no. chook from Woolies, but I will tell you what, you watch Lord of the Rings, it's like oh. I found out something the other day, so. You know how, like, we have, like, spatchcock here, and that's just, like, a little chicken. Like, there's a little tiny... Mm. Little tiny chicken. Spatch what? Spatchcock. Oh. Yeah. For us here Never in Australia, it. it's, it's a, like, a little bird. You get a little bit. In the States... Sparrow? No, it's, it's, it's game hen. It's game hen. Midget? In, in, like, Canada, at least, and maybe America, that's actually the way you cut the bird. Like, if, like we would say the way you butterfly a chicken to open mm. it up and cook it all flat. They would call that, you spatchcock the chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh. That blew my mind. And so what are they? Like little ones. And what are they? What's the, what, How do they swap it? You don't just know. Just a chicken. Wow. Yeah, if it's, if it's a game hen, it's just a little chicken. But spatchcock is a process, oh. not an animal not a, for them. Not, not a noun. Oh, yeah, because like, like golf. Oh, how it's... Let's go golfing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, my, my friend from Canada was here and we went out to a fancy <laughs> restaurant and I had... Uh, it was like a tasting menu and mine was like spatchcock and mm. it was just... You the... just saw cock and wanted to yeah, eat cock, didn't you? No, it was a tasting menu. So it was, it was like... <laughs> it tasting was... menu. This is getting worse. <laughs> well, no, it was a set menu it was of like... like s- this is a big one, a little like one, s- a black one, a well, brown no. one. Of like six <laughs> courses. It was like six courses and then one of the middle ones had spatchcock and he was expecting this entire like butterfly chicken but it was just... Like the leg or a wing of a spatchcock, mm. and he's like, "Where's the rest of it?" And I'm like, "It's just the leg." It's yeah. blew my mm. mind. Spatchcock, mate. Get amongst it. Good idea. Hey, before we go, um, I did want to mention something I'd never noticed before, and I guess I never thought about it in terms of 
Arthur's mantle, the cool, like, invisible phasey device from a couple of weeks ago. Um, we never see it again because Carter mentions in this episode it ran out of power shortly after, like, everyone came back. Just as a little throwaway line. Mm. And because apparently Vasir uses something that they found on it to do something. But it was just this quick throwaway line. I should have grabbed it, but I didn't. Yeah, to say that the Arthur's Mantle keyboard thing permanently ran out of power. Oh, yeah, I completely missed that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I kind of skimmed through it twice. Mm. Okay. Just looking for more Denethor bits. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I know, like, ZZPM is obviously very hard to come by. Mm. But, and we know how powerful they are. But what, what, Capabilities do you think ships would have? Like, I know the uh, Deadless has it on board, right? To like, you know, make the trip quickly, right? Is that what? No, they know? only the first trip. The first trip, right? Because it, it made it, makes it go faster. It made it yeah. in it like, like two couple days, days or couple three days, days, right? So that, that's but sorry, then that's they yeah I mean. they left the ZZPM in yeah. Atlantis and now it takes them three weeks yeah. there and back or whatever. So yeah. if we were lucky enough that we come across a, a whole room full of ZZPMs and we threw them into the Orion. We threw them into the Deadless. We threw late. them into the into the Russian one or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but like, what? Because I just feel like we go in with these amazing ships. They're they're fully fit, good to go. And then we get into a, a little space battle. We get hit with one beam. It's like shields are down to fifty percent. I'm like, what good are they when it takes like three hits and you're done? And yeah. like that's when put put all the power into the shields. And it's like three hits, shields are gone. So we're fucked. I'm like, cool. Like. How much better would it be? Invasive maneuvers yeah. now. I love I love that in any show, whether it's a whether it's a, 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 a human ship or an alien spacecraft. It's like evasive maneuvers. I'm like, why? Because you're getting shot at. You want to dodge it. Like what? What fucking first crewman needs to be told? Hey, see that thing that's going to kill us? Try and get out of the way. Yeah. Like I just hate that. Like, evasive maneuvers now. Like it's oh the, thanks, I was the, waiting for you to tell me that. The, well, it's the military <laughs> until they give it an order. They just sit there like shit doing nothing. <laughs> Craig? And well, no one told no, me. Not our military. We we have uh, <laughs> we have what's called mission command. We can actually think for ourselves. I'm sorry, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> and done. Uh, and there goes half the. Don't you reckon though? Like John Noble, his appearance just kind of was. There is no magic, and then they get beamed up, and you never see him again. They did it twice. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like that was the end of his character. Mm. It was just. That, that yeah. was, oh, was it? Yeah, they, he got they got beamed up, went to the to the oh, Russian. Oh, that's right. What's it called? Tev, Tevalov or the Korolev. Uh, Korolev. Korolev. Yeah, and then we'd never see him again. That's for right. The rest I forgot that episode. that was that was after because yeah, I feel like they did almost in a way give his character progression and kind of wrapped him up. When he came inside, um, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> well, apparently that was his daughter in the the the, the script. Was it? No, one stage. No, yeah, no, one stage. Be, yeah. She referred to him as father. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought she said she calls him governor at one point. Yeah, mm. she called him governor. Yeah. There was. Oh, I don't. I guess I, they were being official. He doesn't come point. in her. He comes inside the stunt tit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stunt tit. Well, he came inside the the, con- the contest winner yeah. to yeah. get yeah. a daughter at some point. I don't know whether it was the moment where he's like, a tablespoon. One of the extended scenes that we play where he walks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what is it, Valencia? He goes, Valencia, get away from here. And I don't know what yeah, then she, she said, said. yes, governor. Oh, okay. There's an, oh, I yeah. swear there was another scene, maybe at the end where he said, oh, she's done a great maybe job. Maybe she and didn't she said, say Thanks, yes, father. She was father. just like, she's yes, just, daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely could be. Daddy Denethor. But yeah, I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought his last appearance was, yeah, when he came into um, Merlin's, uh, oh, into Merlin's library and has that moment. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then. They have to then tell him again. No, Merlin's not coming, bro. Like maybe yeah, that sort of right. thing. And then they, yeah, that's the second time they get beamed out. Yeah. At the wrong point, which, like, I get the joke, but 
they wouldn't do that. There's no way the Odyssey or the Korolev would just be beaming people up, especially SG1. Yeah, yeah. Like they've got a without, radio without yeah. radioing first. <laughs> yeah. uh, you reckon Russia give a shit? They just got a ship, bro. It's like they're up there. It's like their no, radio was broken. They yeah. sold it. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't connected. We yet. have better one. <laughs> I needed more vodka. <laughs> it was it was donated to the Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't notice, Russia's not donating time. a lot to the Ukraine voluntarily anyway. <laughs> no, just bodies. Yeah. I, that just made me realise, though, I've missed a perfect opportunity. Back in, like, 1999, I played Merlin in a high school production of Glamalot, oh, which was a 70s disco music-inspired spoof of Spamalot, where the, Knights <laughs> of the, where the Knights of the Round Table were joining Super League. Wow. So, so many lights. Yeah. Yeah, like, like rugby league. Yeah, that that weird super league thing that was back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. whatever. That went away. Whatever. Yeah, mm. it was. Wow. The Knights of the Round Table were part of the normal league, and they were being poached by Super League to songs like "Play That Funky Music, White Boy." Jesus, <laughs> Maddie's made so many football references <laughs> today. They're like, who yeah, knew? Like, scary. Unknown. Who knew? Scary. It's Caro from last week. Both he and I were like upping our. Dick quota, as we said, and <laughs> in Brennan's absence, and Maddie came in prepared. Well, if Brennan's not here again, I got to talk about some sports. So, mm. mate, well done. Both you, you two, have done your research. Oh, today. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, let's do some Doctor Weird chat next week. Yeah, <laughs> there's always time for that. Have you what would you have done if Brendan wasn't around for? Yeah, for like some real heavy weird gear. Mm. Would you be able to step up to the plate? You know, like oh no, it'd just be a pro weird podcast. Yeah, okay. like imagine if Brendan wasn't here for the la- the longer buy. Imagine what a fantastic episode that would have been, <laughs> because he wouldn't have pointed out how shit she was in that. <laughs> like how how so much of it didn't make sense. Yeah, we're apologist. <laughs> Absolutely, I actually don't mind. Well, um, uh, yeah, Jacob's girlfriend Ellen, who's you know being exposed to uh, Stargate for the first time, oh. and they've just made it on to <laughs> Atlantis, and she keeps sending me things. Me, she's like. She's not a very good actor. I don't like her. And I'm like, I get enough of this on the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it in my DMs too. Thank you very much. John. <laughs> Where's John? Oh, let's talk about football again. <laughs> Have you ever thought that like both teams could score way more points if they just like work together? Yeah. Full credit to the boys. Camelot. <laughs> <laughs> Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. Shh. Knights, I bid you welcome to your new home. Let us ride to Camelot. We're knights of the round table. We dance where we're able. We do routines to call the scenes. We're footwork in bed cable. We dine well here in Camelot. We eat ham and jam and Spamot. That's Jennifer. Right <laughs> well, on second thoughts, let's not go to Camelot. It is a silly place. Right. Mm. 
I mean, that, I mean that, need, that needs to be the out for the episode. Geek. Get into gate. Get into gate. Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.